is July 11th, 2022. It is 7-11-22. What up? It is Stop Skeletons and Fighting. Uh, episode 71. With me, it's Derek. Hey, I am Derek. It's me. That's my catchphrase. That's the catchphrase and for me. And I'm Grace, the grum- Grumble Tree Girl. <laughs> Wait, the Grumber Bear. The Grumber Bear. The grum- Grumber Bear? Yeah, it's a cryptid. A real live cryptid. Grace, I don't talk about this. Native to the Pacific I don't Northwest. do NFTs on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh get we're, we're moving into the new generation of web this ain't 3.0 this is web 4 infinity point. Point 0. <laughs> this is web times infinity plus one yeah this is coast to coast am with al siegel that's wrong but hello the grumble bear Grum- i'm remember i'm remembering the name wrong as is my want on this show you just like a grumpy bear what that how about that? I am a grumble bear. That's Spe- my thing. Speaking, I'm the grum- grumble hey, bear. Speaking of grumbles, it is July 11th, as I said a few minutes ago. Uh, we did not have a show on July 4th because it was a holiday in the United States, in America, in, in the the country of the grumble bear. Yes, it was a uh, America Day for America. <laughs> Happy America, everyone! Hope everyone had a good America. Um, I had a terrible America. I'll be honest, I didn't have a good America. I um and not even for just you know the general what is going whatever your feelings are about whatever's going on. I don't even mean that. I just mean I don't know why, but the the fireworks this year were out of control. Yep. It was like three straight nights of fireworks <sighs> until three a.m. Yep. Just yep. Uh, my our like poor the next dog, neighborhood over. I don't know. Poor like, poor oh little, my God. little launch pad actually injured himself trying to run away from the fireworks like kind of spraying we're not leg. exactly sure what happened but all we know we're is we're just in, hoping it, it kind of sorts itself the out, morning but. of the mm. fifth we took him out and uh right by our apartment is a, a little bit of a hill great place for peeing great place for dog peeing highly recommended hills and uh he went down the hill he did his thing and just did not want to go up the hill because his leg was just really really sore and we think what happened was just you know fireworks going off literally this kid is like shaking just absolutely just shaking and uh whenever fireworks happen he just just kind of backs up to where i think he got really high on the bed and jumped off and also he just spent two days solid just shaking and i think he just sprained his leg i think he's doing all right now but also both these dogs are like what we think we think they're both around nine and uh this breed is supposed to live a little longer than that but they're getting older they're getting older now yeah. So, not really sure. It is actually okay. I want to issue a correction. Oh. That I know everyone is clamoring for. Everyone listening to this is screaming at their monitors right now. It is called the Gumbaroo. I mean, I forgot. Oh, the, the Gumbaroo. The Gumbaroo. You messed up your intro. I know. Start it's the whole it. thing over. Back it's up. a a giant bear that lumberjacks would tell each a story that lumberjacks would scare each other with, but it apparently had no fur was like the shape of a football and was immune to bullets and had rows of teeth like a shark. And it would like hide inside trees and like... burn down trees. Oh. It also, it's never full. It's always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the... So it's like Ferngully. Yeah. Just the, the basis for fun, Ferngully. Just just uh, the Gumbaroo. <laughs> yeah. Your adherence journalistic integrity, producer Grace. Thank you. Yeah, they're saying in the chat. Thank People you. People also saying in the chat heard fireworks last night. Damn, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't have dogs anymore, but fireworks still annoy me. I mean, fireworks normally don't bother me, but it was like literally like 
Monday night, Tuesday morning, it was almost three o'clock and just huge, huge bangs. Just it's it's also a little <sighs> bit more irritating since we are in a no fireworks zone right now. Oh my god, there was actually because a little theoretically there could be a force. There's a little fireworks tent. There's a little fireworks. A rogue gender reveal party could break out at any moment. <laughs> I and- mean all right. To be fair, we're like in, in one of the few parts of the country that has had a lot of rain. Yeah. Um, so I guess if there was any place in in, in America to celebrate Happy America Day, it would be around here because we had a lot of rain as opposed to every place else is just like drought city, unfortunately. So sure, go off. It's kind of technically the Except, safest. Please don't. But like, yo, it's like 2.45 in the morning. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Even if you have Monday off, which I still work Monday, tried to work. We'll talk about that in a second. It's Tuesday morning. People got shit to do. Yeah. Scrub just- ass punk. Like get a real job. Have have something to do with your life. When you're saying like, oh, it's 245 on a Monday. I shouldn't be setting off like extremely loud fireworks. So that sucked. Yeah. Not a fan of that. Um, though I will say that there were fireworks happening basically all day. But like it was sort of cloudy. It was actually sort of like misty <laughs> on the 4th. And uh, this time of year, you know, the sun's up for a little bit. Solstice is only a couple weeks ago. It's like 7 o'clock in the afternoon. Sun's all the way up. You can't even see the sky because it's so cloudy and misty, and people are shooting off fireworks. They're they're purely it's, just doing it for the loud bangs. I guess so. It's a bummer. I don't know. Just watch a Michael Bay movie. Poor poor. Uh, yeah, exactly. Poor a uh, a trailer for a movie that features fireworks in it. Uh, Auto played on our TV a few days ago, and poor Launchpad just like yeah. ran underneath a cap. He just, he just was like, "What's that?" So Not, over it. Yeah. So over it. But. Uh, you know, so that was Fourth of July. We're we're we've become firework Karens. <sighs> I was this close to being like, I'm gonna go out and just figure out where these fuckers are and like start narking on them. I was this close because it was like I knew it was nearby. Yeah, there's like two or three kind of neighborhoods. That to are be like, fair, it took us three days to get quite to, to that point. to get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh my god, I'm full on firework Karen. Yeah. I don't care yeah. where you are. I will hunt you down. <laughs> pretty, pretty over it. Yeah. Also, I think we got to stay at the top. I don't really have any strong feelings on this, but I know a lot of people do. But like, rest in peace to Yu-Gi-Oh. The, the, Yu-Gi-Oh. Cre- the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh passed away. Oh. Yeah. And I saw some people in the chat talking about Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, yeah. I know I know that's a thing. It's never been my thing. But I know what's out there. And yeah, man, that's, that's, that's terrible. Yeah. That's too bad. Well, without him, I wouldn't be able to do a Brooklyn accent <laughs> accurately. Yeah. where we, we, Without Joey, we, Joey Wheeler? Hey, Joey Yu-Gi-Oh, Weaver. Hey, Yu-Gi-Oh, it's me, Joey Wheeler. <laughs> hey, Yug. The, fi- the firework Karens. They're everywhere, Yug. <laughs> I saw a the clip. Gum- the Gumbaroo. <laughs> I saw a clip of you Yu-Gi-Oh. A blue-eyes white Gumbaroo. <laughs> There's a clip of Yu-Gi-Oh! I saw a while ago where, like, the guy was holding a card, and he was like, I'm gonna play this card, and then he played it, and he sat there and explained what the card did to Yu-Gi-Oh! Yep. in a menacing voice, mm-hmm. and then and then somebody behind Yu-Gi-Oh! re-explained it to the audience what that card meant, and then Yu-Gi-Oh! himself was like, oh man, I gotta get, I better cast an ice, or something like that. But it was just, like, a, a solid, like, minute, minute 30 clip just explaining a card. They gotta, they gotta fill, like, 20 minutes yeah. of Yu-Gi-Oh. That, that's like, you know, Ash 
has been play- has been catching Pokemon canonically for like a decade. Yeah. Doesn't know what doesn't know what a Clefairy is. Well, you know? I mean, Shonen anime has really progressed since Dragon Ball, where we would just scream at each other for thirty minutes and call yeah. it good. Here, you know, at least there's words happening theoretically. Imagine being they're just copy pasted. Imagine being the English voice cast for like the original Toonami Dragon Ball Z. You have no idea this show is actually going to become a hit, and you're just going into a studio and you're like, "What am I doing?" I'm screaming. Okay. <laughs> and they were professionals and they just sat there and just, you know, all 40 hours a week, punched in, punched out, screaming. And that show did, that show's amazing. Everyone, everyone, everybody at the time was watching it. Oh, yeah. Number one trending show on uh, Yahoo Groups at the time. What? <laughs> that was, that was the thing, the Toonami. Yeah, it was like when Dragon Ball Z was blowing up on Toonami, it was like the most popular, uh, section of yahoo groups there was this this is like pre like the dragon ball fandom was all over yahoo groups but it was like american it was like american uh, groups yahoo groups asterix america this is before reddit dig and maybe even before myspace so no no one on something awful i don't know if something awful existed yeah something awful might have existed yet but they don't don't like anything so (laughs) dragon ball still the hot the hotness absolutely well yeah, rest in peace, Yu-Gi-Oh. It was nice mm-hmm. while it lasted. <laughs> and it lasted, you know what? It lasted for a while. <laughs> um, uh, Kazuki yeah. uh, Takahashi, thank you. I wasn't even going to bring this up until I saw Hebel talking about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh in the chat. And so, yeah. There, There is a lot of Joey-wheeler. game news. Man, I think, hold on, before we jump back into that, actually. Okay. Let's talk about, like, the channel. For a little bit, just a little bit here. Uh, you know, sometimes you got it. Sometimes you just don't. <laughs> and if anybody read the uh, State of the Skeleton that we put up this uh, last Saturday, you might have gleaned that like, man, last week we did not have, as they say, it. Mm-mm. It was just one of those weeks where like just, it, man. Uh, I had a huge depression spike mm-hmm. and had a hard time. Doing much of anything. I also was not doing great. Yeah. Too. Just had that like moment of like, oh my God, this is all terrible. And I'm like, just that like everything you're writing a script, you're like, oh, this is the wrong sentence. So this is the wrong way to phrase that. This is the wrong way to push this, push this going. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get a little bit done. The, uh, the Konami video, the Konami brawlers video is, a uh, is basically in the, it's, it's in the final stretch. It really should have been done by now. Yeah. Uh, apologies for that, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I'm I'm also gonna guess that sometimes our lovely Patreon supporters, uh, sometimes they got it tough. They probably don't because they're so awesome, and they support us. But hey, e- even even Uncle Derek and producer Grace, it's uh. Yeah, just, yeah we, we we just gotta like <laughs> half those weeks, man. Take care of ourselves and try to keep going forward. Uh, it's been surprisingly sunny in Seattle, so even though I didn't really have the energy to do much of anything, I dragged a blanket outside, had my two dogs, and just laid in the sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> just let me soak up all of the vitamin D. I uh, uh, have not been going to the gym as much as I, 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 I had been. I would say like in June, I kind of fell off a little bit. And uh, yeah, I, I realize now when I'm slacking on that it does affect my mood a little bit so i need to 
need to focus yeah, on keep, that. Keep it up. Yeah, I should. I, it's it's that thing of like. I'm always like, I don't want to go to the gym. Nah, I don't want to go to the gym. But anytime, I, I've never gone to the gym and regretted it. Mm-hmm. I've never gone to the gym and been like on the elliptical, like, what the fuck am I doing? Wow, this sucks. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, my heart rate's up. <laughs> the blood is pumping. This feels good. I've always enjoyed it, but it's that left. That, you know, it's like that first step, right? Mm-hmm. You know? I, I think it's, it's important, or something that I've learned has helped me is just keeping in mind that even, even though I can't accomplish the love like whatever expectations i have for myself if i at least get a little bit done that's fine like if i can't go to the gym at least i was able to walk to the car and then turn around and come back Mm -hmm. back inside it's like you know just you have to recognize the accomplishments you are able to be kind be kind to yourself yeah you know my my dogs slept like babies last night because they are not used to um being outside for that long especially since you know we don't have a backyard and uh, they were like got that hill though it's it's so funny when you have a child or you know whatever thing you take care of and it puts itself to bed and that that's when i feel like you know that you really you really like aced that day yeah in terms of taking care of whatever you're taking care of yeah when, yeah when you when you get home from whatever and they're just like passed out you're like just yeah they're tired they're tired well i mean happy not, dogs are tired dogs. that's what they say yeah right <laughs> retired dogs are happy dogs yeah. and, I, and i imagine that works for kids too i i will i'll humble myself and say i don't know firsthand but i would imagine yeah uh it's not too dissimilar i just remember my I have a sister who's nine years younger than me, so I just remember if she ever voluntarily went to bed, it was like yes. nice. <laughs> did we take did our dogs it. to Alaska? We did. Um, they are actually they know both our dogs. Uh, they're ten pounds. They're manageable. And, they're uh, they're small enough that we're allowed to check them as carry on bags. Mm-hmm. Uh, four and a hundred dollar fee each way, <laughs> which is be, very expensive. Used to be free. So that's $400. However, it is still cheaper than getting them, uh, much cheaper than getting yeah. them boarded. For a week, week and a half, however long yeah, in Alaska. Yeah, which um, we, we kind of, I feel that we have to do because we don't really have any, um, we don't really have any people that can take around us as friends who can take care of our dogs right now, mm-hmm. which is, you know, fine. But it's also... Super fun to take them to Alaska because my parents have this yard and they have all these other dogs and it, it's kind of like doggy summer camp for them. Like they just have such a great time, like so much more freedom than they normally mm-hmm. have here because, you know, I, I do we just talk- have a concrete sure. like porch. We might have <laughs> talked about this last time, but I remember uh, we were we, when we left the airport in Alaska, and we were driving to your parents' house. Um, your sister, your, your other sister's dog, Buffy. Mm-hmm. Um, was there and the dogs are kind of chilling and then I look at lunch and I go like, you want to play with Buffy? We're going to play with Buffy? And he like stood up like what? oh we're doing that? Like he looked outside the window his tail was wagging he knew what was up he was so excited he was so excited they're oh, not man. they're not crazy about being on the plane but they really enjoy being there Um, also your parents house is really big and they, it's, they have so much more freedom and yeah it's so, fun. They were not. No one was scooped up by a giant eagle, as no. my mom feared the entire time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's you know we we made it. They they have a good time, and it's also really fun with um our with Launchpad and now with Dollop. 
you know, every time we go there and come back, it feels like it builds up their confidence. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, I survived this great hardship. Now I can do whatever, you know, or there, there's always like something like fun that we notice once we come back. No, I feel they're, like they're just like better at that. They he, used to be. Uh, Launchpad really came into his own. So I remember the first time we left him for a boarding. Um, we had a very quick trip. It wasn't that long. And so we, uh, in our old apartment, our old place, we had a place, uh, uh, that was like one bus away. We can drop them off. It's like, you know, one, one or two stops away on the bus. Easy to drop off the uh, launch pad. But when we dropped him off that first time, he was a rescue. So he looked at us like we're abandoning him. He was like, we were leaving him behind. He was like, here's these people that I've become comfortable with. Wait, I'm going someplace else. And they're going to put me in a cage and they're gone. But I think that like he was, you know, probably in a very traumatic place that whole weekend. But when we came back, I think he realized like, oh, they're not good. They're, they're going to be they're going to be back. And I think the more we did it, if we ever did have to leave him with a friend uh, or, or, or uh, boarding him, something like that, it was a uh, it got less and less traumatic. Still not thrilled about it. <laughs> they still don't like it. But, you know, you got to put them in that position and then like let them sit with those feelings and then come to the other side. And let them know it's OK, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, welcome to our video game podcast. Yep. <laughs> Slash dog podcast. Oh, I did want to say something. Uh, we did that vlog uh, last month and, you know, talking about how, you know, Grace and I are back and, you know, seeing therapists again. And someone's commented like, why do you need to see a therapist? Like, how hard could it be? And it's like, you don't realize how crazy you need to be to have been a YouTuber for almost 15 years. <laughs> Yeah. But the person, a person that does that does, does not have everything in line. <laughs> There's something, yeah, you need a little, little extra help to keep going. Uh, everyone needs a little extra help. But I appreciate, I appreciate that they did not think that I would need that. I take the compliment. Uh, let's see, man. This, there's some fun stuff I want to talk about for the news, Grace. Yeah. So, like, delisted gaming is always a perennial topic. But uh, this weekend, there was a notice on a sat like a sat various Assassin's Creed games on Steam. There's a couple of them that you uh, would no longer be able to access them as of September first, 2022. Since which is crazy, but since then, which is not that far away, it's uh they've clarified that apparently you still will be able to access the main games. However, any multiplayer or DLC, which is also single player usually will not be accessible it's kind of unclear at this but, point. yeah how do you because if, if it's if a dlc campaign and i know there's a lot of a lot of assassin's creed games have like dlc campaigns if you already have a download is it like not gonna load like it does it have to check in online that doesn't make any sense if yeah. i ha- if, especially if you have the game downloaded on your uh uh on your on your computer Someone's gonna find a way to mod hack that away. That's just ridiculous. That and that's, I assume that whatever DRM service they had, they're just pulling offline. Mm-hmm. And so, like the the check or whatever. Won't work. I did see that a lot of like uh, Ubisoft games, like Far Cry Three and Far Cry 4, like all, all kinds of strange um, Ubisoft games. All the multiplayer's are being taken down, mm-hmm. uh, and that's always a bummer to see. It makes sense. Sometimes there are communities that do spring up around that, like for which one is it? Like Final Fantasy Twelve? Uh, 
No, 11. 11? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I saw a video that Minnie Me, uh, our friend from uh, Australian Tony Hawk, did a video on uh, GoldenEye for the Wii. And apparently the GoldenEye remake for the Wii, there is still a very active and dedicated multiplayer deathmatch fan base for that game. And it, Which and it, is wild. And if you want to jump on and play GoldenEye multiplayer for the Wii, apparently there's a Discord and very friendly people who will show you the ropes and then savage you online. <laughs> Which you, you, you'd love to see. It's the purest form of gaming. But like, I was thinking, I feel like I saw like maybe a giant bomb video or something. Assassin's Creed did have multiplayer. Where like, everybody- I mean, everything had multiplayer. I mean, everything kind of still does to a certain extent but especially I, back then i mean it's I like i don't know if new remember doom Creed? 2016 came out fuck with, yeah i, I mean i guess doom has to have multiplayer but it's like right it felt like no. everything had to have multiplayer bolted onto well, it well i mean it's like there's i mean like competitive deathmatch style multiplayer not like sure. co- like co-op missions i mean like there was like you know eight people spawn into a uh you know a marketplace kind of village and everyone's trying to assassinate the other person and you're like summoning groups of people that you can wander in so you can't be seen and mm-hmm. you know it's like that type of stuff and i forgot that existed and that sounds like really dumb and and awesome and then i, I it's it's not stuff i really think about and then i and then all of a sudden they say hey we're taking this away i'm like oh wait no suddenly i care about this <laughs> you want the forbidden fruit mm-hmm Oh, yeah. Bioshock 2 multiplayer is the one I always think of. I always heard that Bioshock 2 multiplayer and Mass Effect 3 multiplayer were fucking legit. <laughs> it's like nobody asked for these games to have multiplayer, but but somehow uh, they did it. It just worked. Battleshield, ba- Battlefield, Bad Company 2. Exactly. Uh, yeah. GTA 4 had multiplayer? Like online multiplayer? Like officially? That shit's wild. You know what's wild? Oh, uh, uh, The Last of Us had online competitive multiplayer. Ugh. Like, what, what What even was that? Yeah. And, like, you know, I mean, Uncharted 3 and I think Uncharted 2? Maybe just Uncharted 3, but at least Uncharted 3 and Last of Us had online multiplayer. And those got taken down. And it's Didn't like, Mortal Kombat had, like, there was a Mortal Kombat that had kart racing multiplayer? <laughs> well, I mean, that was, yeah, that was, uh, I think, a pot- <laughs> Armageddon. But that's just because... Was, uh, was that a PS3 dude, game? Or? It was, yeah, it was PS2. PS2. Oh. The, the PS2 Mortal Kombat's in particular are just like kitchen sink, like just insane. I think there's a, a puzzle game and a kart racer. One, one of them, Deception and Armageddon. One of them had a kart racer. One of them had a, a puzzle game. <laughs> because shut up. That's why. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day, it's funny. Ed Boon seems like such a like wholesome guy. And he runs one of the most like violent and graphic uh, video game series of all time. But that that series is able to exist as long as it has prime. Not well, it's not hurt that it's been very silly almost the entire time. I, if anything, that's a strength. Like I, I feel like that's the edge that Mortal Kombat has over any other fighting game title. As someone who knows almost nothing about fighting games, is that like they have weirdly compelling single player con games you know uh oh grace i'm i'm sorry i'm so sorry uh thank you waffle irony i did not realize that uh uncharted 2 and 3 had multiplayer apparently there was commercials with subway here's nathan drake with a subway soda on a helicopter 
and he's like running from water. <laughs> what? God, I used to oh my, love Subway. This commercial with Nathan Drake holding Subway sodas and and sandwiches. I cannot believe I'm looking at this. Well, they had to do something after Jared. <laughs> yes, they did. We need yes, to they did, Grace. An unproblematic king. For yeah. Our oh, yeah. So they went, they went with a fucking sociopath who <laughs> murders thousands of people over the span of three games. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's good. <laughs> uh, and I've been informed that Arma- Mortal Kombat Armageddon had motor combat. That's very good. Uh, good shit. But you know what? The the example with, with Mortal Kombat is that is a dumbass multiplayer game that's not online. Like, one of these days, Grace, we need to sit down and play uh, Pikmin 2 multiplayer. Mm, yeah. Pikmin 2 has some to. wild, wild multiplayer, and I never actually played it. I think but like that she did as well. Oh, okay. Well, my point is, and though... And also, I've never played through the Portal 2 campaign. Oh, uh, with the multi... Or all whatever bu- their multiplayer thing is. I've, I've played a little bit of it got into a fight never touched it again which is you know the grand tradition of almost all multiplayers i feel yeah. like you and i since we we have honed our skills on the overcooked overcooked battlefield yeah. like you you and yeah. i are have have a, a rhythm i'm not even we're not even joking like <laughs> when grace and i play overcooked like it's it's yo, a... we, we take every we take every defeat and overcooked like as a learning experience and we always come back <laughs> three stars. It, it's kind it's it's wholesome, I feel. It makes me feel good. It's like, oh yeah, we can practice teamwork. Yeah. And we're we're pretty good at keeping that like when we go do like beat 'em ups or whatever together. I will not play anything with you competitively. <laughs> unless I somehow happen to be like yeah. against you on Killer Queen or something, but even then, in, at an arcade, you know, when that was a thing, but when that was a thing you could do, yeah. Even then, I was just like, Mm-mm, don't oh, let yeah, that guy yeah, play Queen. Yeah, yeah. As Chat's pointing out though that like, um, like Portal Two co-op campaign is like oh, it has its own story. It's like non-canonical or it's a different story from the main campaign. Well, yeah. Which I, which I, I've, I've ne- yeah, I've never played. I just, there's probably more jokes. I love Portal. Goofs. I mean, Portal Two is one of it's in my top five, possibly like my top three yeah. of all time. So I really do need to play that, uh, you know, try that out. I, it does kind of hit this weird spot for me since, as I have said many times on this podcast, I do not really like platformers. Puzzle games are like a mm, for me sometimes. Do I even like video games? It's up for oh debate. Oh my God. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but portal Fake gamer girl i am a little you know what we should just do it we derek and i like to play through uh games we've never played through together like horror games or something mm-hmm. usually horror games uh, we just played through layers of fear because oh my, uh i already forgot we did that yeah <laughs> well that, that's one thing we <laughs> did i remember do. thinking this would be great fodder for the podcast i already forgot i didn't even write it down well the reason we i i wanted to play it i brought it to us we tried to play bioshock through bioshock together but we just kind of got bored Layers of Fear I wanted to play because of the rumors from only a month ago, or two months ago now, I guess in May, that Bloober team was potentially taking over Silent Hill. Yeah, they were getting the keys to the Silent Hill. I don't know. if Even if that's not true, just the fact that they're in the conversation, I guess, I was like, that's, that's yeah, enough. People pointed out on Twitter that like, well, they also announced a third Layers of Fear game, which apparently is going to be called Layers of Fears. Hopefully that's just a workshop thing. That's Silent Hills. That's that's the exact thing. All right. 
I don't know if I want to talk about Layers of Fear that much because I feel like I could rant about what I didn't like about that game, specifically the kind of wasted potential that Layers of Fear had. Yeah. How it could have been good and how it super fucking wasn't for like uh, two hours. And I don't think I want to submit people to that. Yeah. But I will just say that for like, a, like a 2016 video game that everyone's probably already played and yeah. forgotten that, that, about. That has DLC and a sequel and they've also made. We played a little oh. bit of the DLC as well. There's they have yeah, the, the Blair Witch game I heard was kind of OK. And then I the medium I'm getting real mixed. Uh, <laughs> everyone about. everyone I've talked to in person has said it sucked. It does happen to have really good reviews on Metacritic. So I don't know. Metacritic's real, right? You know, it's a you know what they 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 make a number. They 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 look at stuff and they 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 make a they put a number on things. So it's definitely I think it's probably economically for the economy of video games and what maybe what you as an indie developer have to do to get people to pay attention to your game. I think it. I can understand how it works really well. In the sense that it's an easy game for people to stream. Oh, Layers of Fear? Yeah, because yeah. there's like nothing going on in that game. Like all you do is occasionally open, I mean, okay, constantly open up drawers <laughs> and look at things. Like that's a very easy game to chat and look at, you know. But I mean, I, well, I, and I don't I, have a by problem the way, with that. And that game, I do, because that oh. game nagged me for opening drawers in the game where the only thing you can do is open drawers oh yeah it gave me an ocd award it's like and oh I, yeah look at the ocd award open 100 drawers and it was just like, it's like it, you put drawers in this game yeah it's i only have two things i can do move it, it, forward it gave, and open drawers it gave me flashbacks to hotline <laughs> miami where the, like the secret ending is like wow you really enjoy killing people huh <laughs> like you make this stylish game where you give me combos and, and weapons to shoot people with and they're like yeah wow you love violence don't you it's yeah like, yeah i do you fucking made a game it was really cool or, or like bioshock one where it's like oh wow you really like playing games yeah you ever think about that yeah oh uh, we locked the door <laughs> behind you and you have to walk forward would you kindly walk forward to the one door that you can only go through whoa yeah mind blown I, yeah, this is all I have. To, this is this is my task. This yeah. is what I've chosen to do. I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go eat Nathan Drake's Subway <laughs> sandwich now available at Subway. Yeah. Also, don't eat a Subway. Nathan Drake and the Forbidden Sandwich. <laughs> That's where I am. Yeah. Right now. And yeah, I don't know. It's it's silly. It's. uh and that that game was also annoying, you know, for people who don't know it. It kind of plays around with schizophrenia as a topic, which no, is no, really, it, no, it doesn't. I mean, it fu- it it, do- it plays around with. Oh it my dirt. god! It like name checks it and then yeah. uses that as like a uh, like a convenient tool to have fun gags. But actually, no, dude is just sad. And, and and maybe kind of a kind of a kind of a piece of shit. I guess I don't want to get into spoilers, but I really like the moment to moment gags. Yeah, I thought the game actually was really scary, and I was like, I was in. I was like, okay, this is a, a roller coaster. Let's go! And yeah. I just really loved all the mind bending stuff, and you know, it's just it's, it's aesthetically, a lot of, it was very great to look at. I thought some of the jump scares were like pretty well earned and good. Um, 
But when you have a game that is only that is just a walking simulator, everything needs to go to the story. It all needs to be at everything needs to be building to something. You got to If you have and if you limit the amount of ingredients you use, all those ingredients got to be good ingredients. Yeah. And yeah, guys, the the milk was a little rancid. We when 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 Almost. right before there was a big. I literally laughed out loud at the end of this game. There were a few reveals that made us like. But but I went laugh. They I were went, terrible. <laughs> and then I saw credits roll. And I went <laughs> like it was just. That's how you ended it, and I I don't know. I wanted to like it. I think it. I think the team is really good at creating a horror environment and there, there's a lot of clever stuff in the game mm-hmm. and a lot of good visuals here and there uh i mean it's like you know c minus though you guys have you guys are good at like kind of like maybe weirdly enough the least important part to a story driven horror game is like yes it's scary and the aesthetic is good but like you need to hit me with you got to kick me in the chest with the story mm-hmm. and i just wasn't feeling it and if you're going to be like, oh, he's a spooky doll. I'm like, okay, that's all right. Dolls are spooky, but like, yeah, what does this have to do with the theme? Uh, he, I guess <laughs> he bought, he bought his daughter dolls instead of hanging out with her. Or maybe he didn't, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. I did enjoy the, we, afterwards we watched this video from YouTuber Peaches and Scream that kind of broke down a lot of the different paintings yeah, that, that were used cool. in the game and how that kind of relates to the theme, like whatever theme of the game was there, which is just wife's, you know, we sad, family sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. And I would say in like in that game, and that was like, really great. We would stop and look at the paintings on in the game and be like, man, like that's crazy. Why is she over there? And why is there a door open in this painting? What's going on here? And like What about uh, Wolf Baby? Yeah, the f- I love Wolf <laughs> Never, Baby. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I, I I hated slash love slash hated Wolf Baby. Yeah, every single time Wolf Baby showed up, I was like, ah, fuck. Ah, there there is a picture that Derek. Don't look at the chat. Yeah, I've already seen that, it. That uh, <laughs> Yan just posted, which is me, Derek. Top ten biggest most tra- traumatizing images you've seen. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. So there's a lot of melting faces. Okay, first off, I just want to say about Layers of Fear. I really love the paint motif, and I think a lot of the cool, like, smearing and melting of the faces and stuff. I thought it's, it, it's just a cool idea. Um, and I thought the paint, the actual paintings were well, were, were well rendered and well made and were really good. I like that motif a lot. Um, I will say, though, that I watched uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was, like, four. <laughs> <laughs> and even though I've seen way, way, like, grislier, gorier stuff in films... The face belt scene at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark still bums me out, man. I still, I still, and it's, and it's, people show it all the time. Mm -hmm. It's all over the place. It fucking bums me out, man. I just don't like, and it's, it's, specifically, yeah, the, the second guy, the, uh, the guy with the black, um, the glasses. The main villain of the film. There's kind of three main dudes, but he's sort of like, he's um, the, the intellectual like bowler hat man yeah he's the one who has the the um burn on his hand because he grabs the medallion when it's hot yes yeah yeah. um you also you don't like eyes being poked not no that's yeah not i guess not a lot of people do. but i I have seen 
thriller, a cruel motion picture, and uh, zombie, the first zombie, which uh, the, those, those got some. You'll see some. Oh, also the Beyond. I'm gonna talk about some. You wanna talk about some eye gouging and horror movies? Check, check out seventies horror. <laughs> Italian 70s horror man they could not get enough eye gouging I guess like I gout in particular maybe that's like an easy special effect to do because it's I, I mean you can like just get a bunch of grapes and put them in a punch bowl and that looks like eyeballs right you know or get a cadaver Derek would you hate it if I did a Halloween party that had a bunch of grapes in a punch bowl how would you feel about that I, I'm, do what you gotta do do what I gotta do I just be I wouldn't you know that'd be on the other side of the room <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a, something that traumatized me as a child, like in a in a movie. And I'm there isn't. I don't. I mean, when I saw, I, I watched. Of course, I've talked about this a million times, but the um, like I saw like a Discovery Channel documentary series about a like giant catfish, and I'm permanently <laughs> terrified of all fish. That'll do it. <laughs> My sister is kind of scared of octopuses because we saw a documentary about the quote unquote Oklahoma octopus. <laughs> the Oklahoma octopus in the the in the rivers or in the, the lakes probably, of Oklahoma. Probably lives next door to the gumbaroo. Yeah. Just raising mayhem. Mm-hmm. Just not just living where it, that that the, the, the gigantic touch. the gigantic lakes of Oklahoma where yeah. the, where the <laughs> dust bowl happens <laughs> the notorious <laughs> lakes of Oklahoma. Oh, I will say something that's spooky. Probably, as probably a kid. lives in the sewer. I, I, and someone someone brought this up, or no, I brought this up, and they were like, "I thought I was crazy." In Mist, mm, there is the a game? the the old point and click adventure. Yeah, there is some tower kind of middle part of the game where you open up uh, kind of like a trunk or a chest or something like that and there's like a, a monkey caveman mask in it <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, it scared the shit out of me absolutely I, I, I honestly that game I, I think I was kind of lost were at you that jump point. scared by yeah I jump scared and I backed I like walked back to the beginning <laughs> of the game like no I, and then I was like I don't want to play this anymore it's too spooky <laughs> that's you know that's a good one mm-hmm yeah, so there there are scary things out there. One thing for me though is I'm not particularly freaked out by dolls. I know some people really are, but I I don't find them that scary. I think in real life, you know, that they can be really kind of spooky. But if I see them in a game or a movie, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I know what you're doing. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like it just like immediately t- takes me out. But like, and yeah. which this game had a lot of that and. Maybe it probably would have worked better for me if there were. Oh, and you know I what? I was afraid of dolls at uh, all. There is a kind of a big, crazy doll sequence that happens uh, later in The Evil Within. And mm. I would say that is one of the uh, far better parts of Evil Within. Really? And I would say that is. Yeah, at one point you just warp into literally just in a, uh, I don't know, just doll heads, a mountain of doll heads all around you. And you're walking through an alley. Of just like doll heads and parts and stuff. You're just playing soccer with doll heads. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't find that that freaky. It's like yeah, these things are mass produced. They're it's like sticks of gum. Like I don't know. It's just not particularly threatening mm. to me. Get a bunch of gumbaroos <laughs> in yeah. one spot. Um, I guess though, one exception is in to- the original Toy Story, the part with all the disfigured dolls in Andy's yeah. place. 
that really. Well, that was Sid. That was that was Sid. The next Sid. The next art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that was so cool because they're all spooky and they're all terrifying. But they're 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 nice. They didn't ask to be made like that, man. You gotta I look. Know. No, you gotta I look know. deeper. Than I know, that, okay? but I, I did find it really scary. Yeah. Uh, the I guess mannequins in Silent Hill. I, yeah. You know those those are freaky. Man, the scene where the the in Pinocchio where the kid turns into a donkey, that scared the crap out of me. Was when I was a kid too. Oh yeah. Something about that and that that movie. I never actually well, seen that movie all the way through. That's what you get then. for gambling. Yep, and smoking. Yep, smoking and drank. Yep, drinking and smoking. Well, that's a great song <laughs> smoking though. Smoking and drink. Do not, do not invoke Danny Brown in such a negative way like that. How dare you? <laughs> the people's champion, Danny Brown. Ugh. There's uh, another game. I was totally different subject. A game I've been playing recently that I've really enjoyed. Mm. If you happen to have a Netflix subscription, if you still have one, and apparently a, they go in fast. They're oh gosh that's such a lame story because they're not even like they lost two hundred thousand subscribers yeah which no, you just, know anytime you're in like on a youtube channel and you have a day where there's negative subscriber growth that means that is kind of crazy because usually people it's positive all the time yeah you know i was getting at least like one or so five to have or like a day where it's negative two hundred thousand, that's kind of that is like whoa but um Netflix's big plan to rejuvenate their content, you know, whatever it's they're going all in on content as they uh, again ha- always have, except they're going all in on gaming. And by all in, I'm saying like 40 percent. And I'm not really sure how to quantify how in they are. Well, yeah, but there I, as I don't know, there there are tons. There's like 16 mobile games right now you can get if you go on to Netflix on your smartphone Yeah, on your smartphone. Yeah. That's and that's the thing is they don't have any console games yet, and I'm not sure when they're going to be start releasing like a Steam or a console. Yeah, you game. can't play it. Like honestly, when we <laughs> when I watch Netflix, I just watch it on my TV. It's just built into the TV. But uh, yeah, the the developer of Downwell recently released one um, exclusively for Netflix. It's called Point B, and it is so Wait, fun. Is it the sequel to Point A? No, it's. Point Derek's been making fun of me all week because I've just been like I'm playing so, Point B. All right, well you start. P-O- you start from Point I N P Y. Point B. It is. It's a very simple game, but yeah. it's it is kind of it is what I love about mobile games. Like it really gets. Yeah. I guess like Downwell is an arcade game. Well, I mean Downwell was you're a guy and you're jumping down like a big column like a web. Yeah. This is totally different, right? It. Well, not totally different. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not. And this is no, disres- no, no, no disrespect to that developer. Uh, Downwell's great, and this game looks cute. But I just couldn't help when I saw you play Point P. I was like, "Oh, you're just going. It's it's Upwell." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you play as some sort of dragon named Point P who has the power to jump up and smash down, and that's it. And you you piss off a giant cat creature, and then you got to feed it fruit, and that's it. It's very simple. You know, each game probably lasts like three minutes max, so it's is a good point. Point be a character, or is that like the sound so effect P- it makes? It's P O I N P Y. Yeah, not like B Y P. Point. Point like, yeah. P. <laughs> like if you were acting very pointy. Yeah. You act the point. Uh huh. She when is. You're... Watch out, Grace. She is quite the point. Acting very pointy today. Yep. You know, when you don't wash your face enough and you get pointies. <laughs> yeah. All over. Yeah, pop your white heads and the pointies. Oh, God, you know. no. Okay. 
redirecting. <laughs> it's very it's very cute. The music's cute. It's a really good mobile game. If you're someone who doesn't like mobile games, and by that I mean free, the free to play model, the nice no, it's not free to play. But the, if, you, if, you, if you don't like the free to play models, this isn't and this isn't a free to play model. But if you don't like oh, okay. simpler games that are really meant to just be played while you're on the bathroom or like waiting in line at the grocery store, yeah, you're not you're not gonna love this. But I, I found it very charming, and the ending of it was shockingly cute for a game that has no story <laughs> for the for a game where the story is up well but how, how many tens of cute. thousands of dollars did it cost you to level up to the point where you could beat point b zero wow well you know a monthly netflix subscription. so you know what diablo eternal diablo immortal diablo immortal costs more than a monthly netflix subscription yeah i've not played diablo immortal yet i booted it up and then i got to where the game started yeah and then i was like oh i'm done pooping (laughs) i I haven't gone back the i also haven't played the nino kuni game yet though i do have it downloaded Mm. which is supposed to have web 3.0 oh my god amazingness i did see that you were talking about a um like a Netflix game that was clearly built to have like in-game in-app purchases free to play, but because it was Netflix, it just didn't have any of that. They just took it out. It the one that I think it's kind of, of fascinating. Is, to it me. was called Nittens, which it was basically a match three game, but the instead of it being like a Candy Crush or a Bejeweled, yeah. it was the aesthetic was yarn and you're making clothes for your cats. <laughs> Just laser precision targeted Nittons to me in particular. <laughs> Making up words. Netflix. There, I mean, there, there's other stuff too, I guess, if you want a more, a less casual experience, there is like a Riot, weird platformer Riot game. And then there's, I don't know, there's other stuff. There's like the Stranger Things RPG, which I played a little bit of this weekend as well. And I really didn't like. Oh, okay. I didn't even get, I played for, like you said, like I played for like 15 minutes, which is way past my bathroom time. What, am I trying to get hemorrhoids or something? I can't be doing this. (laughs) Stranger Things 3, the RPG. And I didn't even get to combat. So it was like, Well, if we had real jobs and we had to be on like, we took a bus or a train to work, perhaps. (laughs) I I mean. We're not the target demographic. Bunch of. It's, it's do just, nothing stay at home youtubers yeah i don't know it's very weird in like typical netflix fashion they don't really seem to be advertising that's the craziest thing to yeah almost anybody it's just if you happen to be an ungodly heathen like me who <laughs> will watch you know for things that are meant to be 4k beautiful black and white whatever on your tiny phone <laughs> picture in picture so you can make recipes at the same time oh that's how this you might have noticed this yeah but yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what the plan is. They have. They also have their. I don't exploding, think Netflix knows the plan. They is. have their exploding kittens game. Came That's out, right. Yeah, which was supposed to go along with their their TV show. I think that's going to be the plan. Is they're going to be trying to release game content to go along with whatever the show of the moment is. Yeah, but there also there's going to be some more Dead by Daylight DLC for uh, uh, Things Are Strange. That's yeah. That was leaked 
today potentially. Oh, okay. I mean, but that, I mean, that just it just seems so obvious. Like, yeah. The the villain of this season, Vecna, just seems perfect for a Dead by Daylight killer. Yeah. You basically just reskin the tyrant, um, aka Mister X, and just yeah. there you go. Give him Make some happen, sort of psychic yeah. power. It's fine. Yeah, you know whatever. Uh, I want to talk about something that's very near and dear to my heart. Even though I can't, you know, I can't. I've always been in the corner. I can't really say I've been out there being a champion for this this guy, this buddy of mine. Mm-hmm. But I've always really supported Klonoa. Yeah, I've just always floppiest ears in the game. <laughs> the floppiest ears in town. <laughs> uh, yo, uh, wahoo! What? Exactly. No, it's pronounced wahoo. Wahoo! Uh, I don't know. If this is too early to get excited but apparently Klonoa uh, fantasy Reverie series uh, sure (laughs) number five in the UK uh, sales charts Um, and I just I'm trying to rack my brain the last time I heard the idea of like Klonoa and sales (laughs) at all because all because I, re- I remember when like Klonoa on the Wii, the Wii remake came out. I was like, hell yeah, I got to get that because the, the PS1 game was like, always rare, always really expensive. Um, and then, you know, the Wii remake was great. Um, and then hearing that it actually sold really, really poorly. And it's like, man, for a hot minute, Klonoa was just like one of the boys. It's one of the guys. There was like the there's there's Pac-Man and then like the lady from Ridge Racer and Hey Hachi uh and and Klonoa. That was like and probably somebody from Tails. But what it was like one of Namco's like main main characters. Uh he had like a Wonder Swan game, three GBA games, maybe four, and a lot of GBA games, sequel on PS2, remake on Wii, and just kind of after that he was done. Mm-hmm. Been donezo, gone. Even though he was in Ridge Racer games, he was in Alpine Racer games, apparently. Um, it's good to see him back. It's like... It, it is kind of the perfect recipe for like a niche thing. Because it's like mascot platformer. People mm-hmm. tend to be really nostalgic for those or really, I feel like, invested in those. Yeah. And then having a re-release of something that like has never really been re-released before, I guess, besides the Wii era, I did the the, the uh, PS One version did come to uh, PS Classics on PS Three, uh, so that's not nothing. Um, it's like you know, it's like yeah, for, for yeah, like for PlayStation Now Ultimate. New I, I, I would I would I would assume so. No, but like PS Three games. Oh, okay. Like back okay. in the PS Three. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, like uh, not not part of their new subscription. Like you you you, you, you could also get Suikoden. Like you can get Suikoden, uh, Suikoden Two. Klonoa, the both both the Tomba games. Oh my gosh! On 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 PlayStation Network at the time, and they, those were all like at least like three to four hundred dollar games. Right. Suikoden Two is like a thousand dollars. Those games are stupid rare, stupid expensive, and you could get them uh, legitimately on a PS3. Uh, you might still be able to. If you know, I forget how that shook down, shaked down has been shaken down with a, a PSN, but. Yeah, man, it's just cool. Apparently, uh, you know this new Klonoa game. Uh, people loving it. It's the it's just, it's just the first two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be, and I don't be sleeping on those uh, GBA games. They are fun little kind of puzzle platformers. They really they're good. They, they retooled. They're different, but they really retooled. They're different, which is code for they retooled that game good? to be really interesting. Okay. 
Uh, you know, I, I really like the GBA games. Oh, um, cool. Excuse me. I just want to do a shout out for Klonoa because like it, I felt like before this game came out, the only thing I heard about it was, man, Namco was not advertising this game at all. This game comes out next week and I've not heard about, and I actually, if not for a handful of people doing that, I was like, I forgot about this game. They announced it on a direct several months oh, ago. They? Yeah, it was. Wow. I completely, I have a black hole in my brain where Nintendo directs are. I swear. I just, I know it's always like a, it's always a big deal, you know? And I'm just like, I forget what I saw as soon as I saw. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, if Tomba made a comeback, that'd be very exciting. I agree, Eric, in the chat. Uh, I wonder who even owns that anymore. Because um, that was uh, Tokuro Fujiwara who left Capcom to, to form Whoopi Camp. Mm-hmm. He, and he made Tomba 1 and 2. And neither of those games sold very well. And I think he basically retired. Came to Capcom a couple times to make Ghouls and Ghost games. but I guess like the asterisks, sorry to interrupt, the asterisks for this is that this is UK sales charts. Yes. Which doesn't always translate to no, worldwide is, sales. Sometimes so things are super niche in the it United Kingdom. It is UK physical games. Right. It is number five below um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and above FIFA 22. That's got Still, that's got to um, be a great return for Namco, like whatever yeah, they were I, expecting. I, 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 again, maybe it it's is... probably better than Pac-Man Arcade Plus. It might you know. be too early to start, like, popping the champagne corks but just the last time I saw a headline that was like, Klonoa sells good. <laughs> we need to celebrate this moment. Okay. That's all I want to say. That's true. That's true. It is That's, a moment that's really occasion. all there is to it. Um, what if they brought Croc back? Oh, be still my heart. I know. Oh, don't don't toy with me. Sorry, I was trying to think of a <laughs> UK, like a mascot platformer that might perform better in the UK than anywhere else. I mean... Uh, <laughs> Love Croc. You know what? Sega's got to get back on uh, right. Yeah, Waffle, you're right. Right Star. People in the chat talking about Right Star. Um, we, we, the people, we're, we're done with Sonic. We're done. We're done with Sonic. There's a, there's a, Rye Star. There's a pokey bodied mascot that I want Sonic in my makes, life. Sonic makes movies with Jim Carrey now. That's his only existence. Right Star. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rystar is not getting into dance battles with anybody. Because they lose. Because he's the best. He's a star with hands. They stretchy hands. Yeah. Get out of here. Sonic needed to be a werewolf to get stretchy hands. Rystar built with him. Came equipped. Mm-hmm. He's dances. Music. Rystar. Five points. How many points on the star, Grace? Five. Bam. Perfect. Checkmate. Check and mate. Or Alex Kidd. No, ban that person. <laughs> <laughs> You're banned. That's the one. That's the one. No, too far. <laughs> you know what? I know people have a lot of nostalgia for Alex Kidd. And I never grew up with Alex Kidd, so I always played kind of Alex Kidd's ap- Alex Kidd games after the fact. I don't know that I've ever played an Alex Kidd game that I would call good. Yeah. Um, I have played an Alex Kidd game where the boss fight came down to fucking rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> <laughs> a game of chance to win a boss fight? Are you serious? Um, I do love. I mean, his swagger, to be fair, though. that's not that much different from when I try to play an NES game. It it is like Ooh, a game of chance is, for this me. A, this is a Genesis game. It's a I know. Game. I okay, fine. An eighteen sixteen bit. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, 
They're difficult. Bring back, bring back Gex. Yeah. Here. All right. You know what? Okay, we're on this topic here. Let's really talk about this. We need to bring back Duke Nukem, <laughs> but make him like ironic, and like, or you could have, you could have the the amount of fun parody shit that I see with Duke Nukem. Maybe ironic is not the right word, but like make him like weirdly wholesome. Okay. I like I a God of War situation. I kind of, but just like, but more more goofy. Yeah. Like the, uh, you know, like those, those, there's a, a, a Twitter account and they do like joke t-shirts called, uh, the share zone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, here's a skeleton on a motorcycle playing a guitar. And it's like, you know, when I'm cranking my hog, my wife comes in and says, can you keep it down? And you know what I say? No problem, honey, because I love cranking my hog and respecting my wife. <laughs> crank with <laughs> crank responsibly brothers like that type of juxtaposition oh sure. here's like you know property of Alcatraz well I feel like what you no do fear. you give Duke Nukem a wife that you kill off and then Duke Nukem has to take care of a child like there um, no 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 I'm no. gonna change your diaper Duke Nukem doesn't have a wife Duke Nukem just has like a like niece. a child that comes from he the, has a the niece sky or something like yeah down. he's like Duke, Duke Nukem and he has to babysit yeah, yeah. True. It's like literally, I'm out, of, I'm out of bubble gum. I got to go to the store and get bubble gum. The, the Rock has made a very successful career off this premise. Yeah. Why I, not? I, 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 I believe Vin Diesel did some kind of movie where a swan bit him in the ear. I don't know, <laughs> but you could do that. You could have Duke Duke come back, and it'd be just like, don't make him like. Just keep that swagger. But don't let him be like, I'm in the strip club smoking cigars. Like, no, do something fun. Like, I'm on Black Friday and I got to get my niece and nephew with the best game. You know, something like that. I get Tickle Me Emo for my niece and nephew. Like, you could do so much fun stuff with it. Yeah. And also, not not to be like, I've, I've met, John St. John was at every goddamn MAGFest. Uh, and oh, I. Yeah, he, he is milking that I, Duke Nukem character. Absolutely. For all it's worth. Um, I, I'm sure they paid well. <laughs> And also, I've ta- I've chatted with this man. He's very pleasant. He's got kids to feed. When he's not doing Duke Nukem, he's he was talking to me. About, oh yeah, I was doing a, a John St. John. I'm, I guess I'm Duke Nukem, but also was reading about Warnicke's aphasia for a, a college class. Whatever. Dude's got bills to pay. He seems like the type of guy who absolutely, if you came to him with a Duke Nukem character that was goofy and silly, and was like kind of playing against type, he'd be down. Yeah, sure. I would. I would. He would take the. He's got kids to pay. He'd probably take that paycheck, but I think he'd be down. He'd get the joke. That's what I'm saying. All right. Got a few questions in the chat. Uh, James Yoder asked if, or not in the chat, on the Patreon. If you were to bring back a dead gaming franchise, what will it be and why? I think we just answered that. Duke Nukem Mm -hmm. (laughs) Babysitter Edition. (laughs) Uh, Octodad Edition. (laughs) Hopefully we get new we get new Klonoa. Oh my god, Octodad! <laughs> yeah. Dude, Duke Nukem with Octodad energy. Yes, and physics. Not just that energy. Just just the, just, the energy. just that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Got to take um, care. Got to take care of kids so you can hang out at home. We need we need we need more F Zero. I'll say that much. Golden Sun. That's a fun. I mean, Golden Sun's great, but it is it's okay. Not to be derivative and rude here but okay isn't it it's it's just an rpg that has puzzles in the dungeons right it's just but the characters it's just are really R- pretty okay 
Have you looked at you looked at these anime RPGs? There's I know, so many pretty boys but, and girls around here. Get out of here. But the actual little chibi boys inside of the game, not uh, just the box art, they're pretty in the you game. You could probably find some. There, there is something about the game that just makes me feel so warm. I bet the I indie really scene. Like I bet there is an indie game out there that's got cute, pixel-based, uh, uh, you know, hunks and cuties that you can be moving around dungeons and leveling up. It's, you know, it's just a vibe. It's a vibe. <laughs> can't explain it okay all right well all right so yeah golden sun <laughs> i haven't since you got me my game boy i actually haven't played golden sun but that was one franchise i was really looking forward to re replaying need to get on you want to talk about like your toilet time <sighs> i recall the first golden sun takes a good like half hour for that <laughs> game actually starts we get control <laughs> that might be a good thing for me to like sit outside in the sunshine and try to absorb the sun's energy and that's yeah. what it's you know that's what it is Mm. You've been playing like Point B and not Golden Sun. No disrespect to Point B. But reading, like, yeah. Mostly, my, my life has mostly been playing Point B and reading The Witcher series, mm -hmm. I, which I've never read, but I'm I'm planning on reading it so that I can watch the Netflix show and then potentially play the Witcher 3 card game. Probably oh, not, yeah. which is what I'm more excited about than the actual Witcher 3. Anyway, this is a question from Chevmatic. And this is a Derek question. Oh, right. Yes, I saw this. Was there a specific reason users such as yourself, Pat the NES Punk, and the Game Chasers all stopped posting content on RetroWareTV.com? This is a vintage, yeah, old, happy video this game is... nerd question from probably 2009. Well, no, I mean, I, I guess I, I, I left in like 2013, 2012. I forget exactly. Um, but if people didn't know that, yeah, uh, a long time ago, um, I was part of a, uh, website called retro TV, still pretty tight with like, you know, most of those guys, I, you know, no, it was, it was, it was no hard feelings. I'll say that much. Um, but, uh, really kind of, I, I can't speak for game chasers and I can't speak for, uh, Pat. Um, cause I believe we all left at like slightly different times, uh, and perhaps for different reasons, but I'll just speak for myself. First off, like the, the website was sold to ScreenWave. So that website, as it stands, like I believe it is now called retroware.com. Uh, I think that we couldn't get the the uh, URL for that. So we were retrowaretv.com because retroware TV was launched in like 2006, 2007 as a YouTube channel um, and became that was also back when like there was blistered thumbs, that guy with the glasses, screw attack, uh, retroware TV. We were like kind of in that same kind of ilk. Uh, not quite as successful, but um, uh, we uh, that was back when having like, being a part of a big website like that was really good for um, uh, for promotion and stuff. And then as like YouTube got bigger and bigger, it just didn't seem like necessary. And uh, yeah, I just kind of left because I didn't feel like I uh, really needed to because I would have to post uh, videos there first, get them exclusivity. And then uh, post it on uh, YouTube. As a matter of fact, uh, for many years, I didn't get any money from ad revenue uh, from YouTube. I don't think I started getting any revenue until like 2011, maybe 2012. But I would get revenue on Blip TV. And so I used uh, RetroWare TV. I would post my stuff on Blip uh, and post it on RetroWare. And that would I get a couple of bucks that way. Um, like, like literally, I would get a hundred dollars a month you know it wasn't much um but basically i just kind of felt like i didn't need to do that anymore uh and then the channel was kind of moving and uh, I, just, 
I think it was also around the time when I really stopped. I, I, I had I had wanted to stop doing the happy video game nerd for a while. Um, and so I think when I left, I was really kind of at a crossroads and and wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. Kind of wanted to break away from a couple of things. But, you know, I talked to John, I talked to Lance at the time. They were both running the site. It was no hard feelings. You know, um, uh, uh, Lance runs Retro World Expo and we've been there many times and, uh, you know, uh, still tight with like, uh, you know, like Norm and um, Dan and a lot of those guys. Like, yeah, it's. It was it was sort of like one of those like hey it's, it's, it was just business you know it was nothing personal mm-hmm. uh, it was just uh, I felt the the winds uh, the trends were kind of shifting a little and didn't feel like it was uh, really worth the time um, and then shortly after that I would stop doing happy video game nerd move uh, to a new state and start doing stop skeletons and fighting so I was mm-hmm. yeah it was, it was probably early throws of uh, that kind of um, yeah just the economic model changed really is the real answer like youtube kind of took over everything else sort it's like the walmart of yeah video, online video I, I i i think for a hot minute um i i believe pat at a certain point stopped posting stuff on youtube altogether because i think uh he was getting better numbers and he was getting more money on retroware so he was like yeah i'm gonna make my product exclusive on, on, on retroware and i was like i don't know that's Dude, like Blip is is definitely at the time like they were making moves and they were really expanding and they had a couple of like, there was a hot minute where Blip was really coming for YouTube and they were the closest thing to an actual piece of competition and but even I was like I don't know YouTube was still Google and I never took my stuff my stuff off of YouTube I put it on Blip first but no it was it did always eventually come to YouTube so I was like even if Blip does well I don't know. Yeah, why why cut yourself off? Yeah, for, you know, no reason. But I think this is also before Pat was doing his um podcast. His podcast, yeah, um, which is a fun podcast. Man, this is, this is all ancient history, man. I can't even. I don't really know. Uh, yeah, and also, I, feel, I, I feel like you answered it. Okay, and also, yeah. Sorry if I misspoke. I didn't want. I don't want to speak for anyone. That's just stuff I, I kind of remember. But yeah, uh, this is a question from Alessandro. What game slash console slash accessory motivated you to create Punching Weight? <laughs> I mean, well, Punching Weight became about accessories too or like it was originally just about games Mm -hmm. originally 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 uh all of the like kind of 2015 videos that we made were like really like i i worked really hard on trying to make them kind of like essays and reviews and they were thorough when i worked really hard on the writing i just needed something that was going to be a little quicker a little easier that was like i I just want to talk about some games that are cool the original pitch for Punching Weight was get a load of this game. That was kind of like the, the the original title. It was kind of inspired by a Vine at the time. Oh, I guess so. Where uh, it's just these two people being like, get a load of that dog. <laughs> and it was actually, Woo! they're off they're off camera and they're just like filming this dog and this get a load of that dog. And these two people just going, look at that dog. Yeah. But... And also, so it was basically that, but for games. And it the first one was basically like really cool ports. It was no, no, it was, it was really crazy GB, yeah, Game Boy color games. I guess yeah, no, they were. I mean, two more ports. Yeah, dragons for for, for me in my head. Uh, I wanted to do that because I've always wanted to talk about Warlocked because I'd owned Warlocked, which if you didn't know, is a real time strategy game, uh, very much aping Warcraft, Warcraft Two. Released on the Game Boy Color. Um, and even as a, I saw that when I was a kid and I was like, what the fuck? I have to own this. 
this is too crazy. And something about the um, something about the uh, uh, the format of Happy Video Game Nerd, I felt like I couldn't talk about it. Even I probably could have, I I didn't feel like I could. I needed to have something different. And honestly, when I thought of punching with, I was like, I don't have much to really. I couldn't make a whole video about Warlocked. There's couldn't make a ten minute. No, Warlocked there's not video. that much to say, and I don't know that people would find it that interesting. It, but, it is. It's super. It's a niche topic of a niche topic of a niche topic. Yes, it's hard to sell on its own. But if you kind of sell it as a here's a collection of weird stuff. Yeah. There's something about that that's more appealing. And I honestly, I um, I feel like the person I am now and the place I am now, like Punching Way is the natural progression of Happy Video Game Nerd. Mm-hmm. I really do feel like that's, honestly, when I was struggling to f- with, with inspiration and where I wanted to go with that show, like if I had thought of Punching Way in like 2013 instead of uh, 2016, I would have been doing that. It yeah. would just, it, but, you know, I needed to make that big change. Uh, but I will say the per- the peripheral side of things, I got to give it. I've, I've said it before. I got to give it to my brother, Matt McMuscles. Um, he gifted the he gifted us the N64 mouse. Um, and that was a punching weight episode where I was like, I just want to what the what is this damn thing? I want to play this damn thing and test it. Uh, and I'm actually fun fact about that video, too. I shot that entire video on my iPhone. Um, because it was mostly just going to be the product shots. It was just going to be a lot of shots of my hands, the desk, and putting in the uh, game cartridge. And it was just the easiest way was to get a gorilla pod and strap it to the side of the desk and film it that way than having our big heavy camera. And so I was like, well, I'll just shoot the intro and outro on my phone too. You, the, the, the lighting is way different. The lighting looks really bad for the uh, intro and outro on that mouse video. But I did shoot the whole damn thing on my iPhone. Yeah. You're- um, iPhone like six, six seven probably? yeah it was a really small one um so but uh, yeah and then that was one of the things I just yeah that kind of just ch- punching weight is a show that I feel like we've been able to develop and shift and move while keeping that philosophy and I think that's that's what I always wanted to do with happy video game there but I felt so constricted mm-hmm. maybe I maybe I didn't need to be but that that's that, that's where my head was at the time yeah all right, we got a couple more things to get through. This is from Tyler with stupid memes like Summer of Morbius and <laughs> Gentle Minions. Do you have any theories on why clowning on admittedly terrible looking films is on the rise? It's always been it's, there. Yeah, I mean, it's always been a thing. Snakes on a plane. Like, yeah, people forget that I've had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane came about because of like something awful in YTMND. Like it was a meme that like if if Sam Jackson doesn't say I've had it with these motherfucking snakes, this motherfucking plane. I'm not going. And so they reshot it. <laughs> they like they like went. I guess like uh, Sonic is another example, the original Sonic movie. But that was only a couple of years ago. But yeah, that's yeah. Yo, that's there, man. I, I think it's always been a thing. It's sort of kind of gone away for a bit because there weren't any theatrical releases for a long time oh that might be a part of it yeah and so maybe maybe that's why there's a bunch happening right now because we're also going to get a deluge of all the movies that have been held God, you for know, a long you know time what, now, that, now that you frame it like that hmm. the idea of putting morbius back in theaters does kind of make sense because like people are clowning on it they're making a meme out of it but what if people go to the theater yeah. To have fun. What if they morbigo to the pulse? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess not morbid you. 
it's more, more about us. us. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it doesn't make any sense in hindsight, but I guess I can see from their perspective, like, oh, what if we made going to the theater like a fun spectacle? Yeah. And I do think the I, see, I I wasn't really there for the uh, the minions, gentle minions. Well, we're I, we're also not. 12 yeah you know I'm a, <laughs> where because i open up tiktok like once are, a week the people who are so. doing that are also people who grew up with minions as a franchise yeah which for us it's always been like for me at least it's been a distant like something i'm vaguely aware of being popular and a facebook meme kind of like cars like i'm never yeah. i'm not attached to cars but i understand they're you know whatever minions to appeal. me is like oh that's the movie where the girl goes it's so fluffy yeah. That's all I really... Or it's like, Honestly, oh. Minions have kind of... The yellow guys have gone beyond just like the, the, the movie. The and it, movie, yeah. it is a political meme <laughs> force. Like, they're, they're, they're everywhere. They're, they're rabbits. It's they're, crazy. They're, they're like the rabbits. They are like the rabbits in, I guess, the, the way that they act. But I, I just mean like... But they were like a spinoff. They're like Pepe the Frog. Like, they're, they've just become a symbol of something. They're Shrek. Like, they're they're yeah. just... It's weird. It's crazy to me. That this is like caught on so well. I think it's the power of the Facebook mom has really propelled minions. And I, but I do think that we're seeing so much of it recently between these two. We've seen we've now seen two of these crazy things. Yeah. Between Morbius and minions here. What if and I think, what I think if Goombas need, become the next minions? Do, that's hundred percent what they're trying to do, by the way. That they're gonna they're gonna if, the, if they're not But because or, because the same I should explain, because the same studio is making the yeah. Mario m- movie, which they actually aren't they going back to the drawing board on a little bit or something like they have to reshoot I don't some things. It is weird really for a movie to have this much like announcements that is being delayed and so much like, oh, don't worry, it's going to be good, guys. Like all of this, there was the guy who was like, hey, I'm Italian, so I'm, it's not racist for Chris Pratt to be like, so, okay, you say so, bro. And then like Miyamoto being like, hey, everyone, Miyamoto here. Chris Pratt's great, but we're going to delay the movie. That's, you don't do that when things are well. <laughs> you just no. finish the video and put it out, right? Um, so I just, a Mario movie should work because Mario in the games has been very funny and charming. I could see a movie working. It doesn't seem like this one's going to work. <laughs> um well, it's difficult because Sonic, at the very least, can kind of lean on crasser jokes or it, you know, it's part of the brand to maybe do something that's kind of out there and weird and pandering. But like, I feel like Nintendo, because it's the Disney of video games, kind of has to hold itself to a different standard. And I think it's it's kind of hard to like have to make something compelling within such tight tight guidelines which I'm, I'm sure they're under because this is the first film they've made since the last one right in the 80s so there's a lot of pressure yeah oh yeah and people saying yeah in the chat yeah the zelda netflix series and nintendo killed because it got leaked um yeah i guess nintendo does have a, 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 a oddly enough a weird uh history with <laughs> this stuff I just, I'm, I'm not, uh, I don't have faith. If I think it, it's going to be I hope it's good. I'm not aggressively middling is what I'm, I'm predicting. Just an aggressive middle of the road that's, movie. I feel like that's the best you can get right now. 
Yeah. I just feel like it's going to be just like, it's going to come out and be like, oh yeah, it's fine. Totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I worry it's going to come and just be like, just a disaster. That, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of like the best case scenario. Well, really, the rest of the uh, uh, the, the voice <laughs> cast, you know, Charlie Day is Luigi. No, Charlie Day is Luigi or is he Toad? And then I believe that Jack Black is is Bowser. That's There's, fine. There that's was there, there was some solid uh, voice casting, but then like yeah, the Chris Pratt as Mario was just like, what? What? Yeah, it's it, it's. It's weird. It's too big. I think is the problem. It's it's too big. You know what? If they had if they already put out a damn sequel to Mario Odyssey, <laughs> they wouldn't be in this mess. But maybe that's what the delay has been. They're trying to time it to come out with the movie. Dude, do, do, do you think they're going to try to have synergy. like Switch Two with Mario Odyssey Two with the Mario movie with uh, Breath of the Wild Two Good all Lord. at once? It would be too bad. Would they release the movie on a Switch cartridge? No, Param- or Paramount or whoever wouldn't allow them to do that. You don't think so? Um, Eventually, they probably would. They've done it before. But. Right? Like, but I don't know if Paramount specifically, cartridge? but yeah, like UMDs or whatever for Sony. That's, well, that's for I mean, Sony. Yeah, I guess Sony made the movies. So yeah, like, what do you. Come that's on. synergy. Yeah. Um, That would be crazy, though. I feel like. There's. We're gonna, we're, now we're gonna back up back on this uh, this topic about like there's no way I don't know what the hell Nintendo's doing. <laughs> they seem to be doing fine, but they should probably do more. Anyway, uh, any questions from the chat? Oh wait, I, or, we have or, one last. Oh sorry, there is a dog. Oh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Oh yeah, see, yeah, there's that's, that seems right. It's just Seth Rogen's many... dumb fucking laugh is perfect for Donkey Kong. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, there, there's just like too many. I don't know. I kind of wish that they had gone for some sort of a television series like people mentioned with the the Legend of Zelda show that got canceled because we were bad. Also, wasn't it like the Castlevania guy was going to do it? And the Castlevania yeah. show was really good. They're so, really fun. Yeah. That would have been really awesome. Just, you know, like something just kind of to dip their toe into it before they just went all in on a multi-million dollar Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it'll probably make us <laughs> oh, yeah. money back. That's right. They did the, there's a Donkey Kong like computer animated TV show. Driving around in a fancy car. All right. What's the other question, Grace? Okay. This is from Sudikus. And this is about pinball video games. Yeah. Any, are there any that you enjoy? I'm going to say right now, probably the only pinball video games I've ever earnestly played are the Pokemon Mini uh, <laughs> pinball game and also like space is it called space cadet like the default windows pinball game oh gosh i'm not even sure i yeah i used to my grandpa was someone who was like kind of weirdly like really into games and technology like he totally is like he had a uh like race car peripheral that like, not like a whole race car but you know you Steer- can buy the steering, the steering wheel. wheel and the the, the feet and call pedals <laughs> the feet, the feetsies, <laughs> the, the toesies. You know, acceleration foot. I mean, that was always really fun. I Space really struggle pinball. with yes. pinball in general, like in real life. Like pinball yeah. is so hard. I'm, I'm, I'm like really bad at pinball, kind of like in general. Yeah, and I'm not much better at video pinball. <laughs> uh, I love watching people who are good at pinball. Yes, 
Like that's that's amazing. I but think in the question, don't they name check Kirby Pinball? Yeah, and also Metroid Prime Pinball. I haven't played Metroid Prime Pinball, but I, I have played Kirby Pinball, and I recall that being pretty good. Uh, Devil's Crush and Alien Crush on Turbo Graphics 16. Devil's Crush in particular has a, an amazing soundtrack. They, they released that. I think that's also Dragon's Revenge on the Genesis. Or that's a, a third sequel to it. Hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. Uh, Sonic Spinball sucks. <laughs> Sonic Spinball is a terrible game. Always been. I just can't. I don't know. Pinball in general, like I, I the game itself will just kind of loses my attention after like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm just not very into pinball. The one exa- exception is I love Champions Cup, which is a pinball a real pinball game that I've seen. There's a couple barcades around here that have it. Yeah. Love that game. That one's really fun. It's like a story pinball game. It's oh, is great. that the one where you like, have, you, there's a guy in the middle and you have to fight him? Yeah. If you get the ball to go to the right place, then you have to, you get to punch you, the, the control changes and you use the, the bumpers on the side to like punch. Somebody. Oh yeah. There's a big rubber guy <laughs> yeah. in the center of the board and he, he has, he, he I turned, think it's called champions cup. I could be, super, I'm probably wrong. Not cup. Yeah. Probably champ something champion. I don't know. We've talked about it before in a long ask oh, time ago, but yeah. yeah then, then, then you do whatever it is. You do something to, to, to he turns around and then you have a little, there's a little ring in the, in the center mm-hmm. and you fight them. And it's Seattle is actually a pretty big pinball city. Yeah. Like no, there's, 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 there's a lot of bar case, but there's also a lot of bars that just have pinball. Yes. Yeah. Or at least used to, it's been a couple of years since we've, Really, I've <laughs> really, really done that. Yeah, I've been crawling around. We went to a barcade semi recently, and there was a a weird ass pinball game that was a digital pinball game, but it only had that one game on it. <laughs> it was, you know, like an arcade cabinet. It was a pinball video game, but on like a real board, and it was. Wait, where was this? Kind of upsetting. I think it was at. Um, gosh. I don't remember. Yeah. I, I mean, it might have been at another castle in Edmonds. Okay. But I'm probably wrong. Maybe yeah. I dreamed it. <laughs> it upset me. Yeah. <laughs> it upset my delicate sensibility. There's always been... It's because pin- the fun of pinball is having that feedback, like the haptic, like things I, shaking. Honestly, and I, I think that's something doodles. that like... I, I never do that, but I think you're actually su- really... When you play pinball, you are supposed to kind of rock the machine a little bit. Yeah. Not enough. To not get, too much. Yeah. Because then you get a tilt and you lose a ball or something yeah. like that. You treat, treat, her, treat her like you treat a beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Just a little tilt occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for the bowels. Oh, someone asked earlier, whatever happened to Space Money Octagon? I think Space Money Octagon's still going. Yeah. But yeah, basically, that was my old click from uh, Alaska. And I just. Uh, we moved. Yeah, we moved. Yeah, and it was. Uh, was yeah. Nothing special. Mm-hmm. It was also a time when I was like, yeah, I need to, t- I had too many things going on and I wanted to kind of focus up and, and, you know. Really, it was me, the Yoko Ono. <laughs> oh, that was exactly what it was. Pulling you away to the sinful reaches of Seattle, Washington. You were definitely, I, so, I living in Alaska for a while. Wasn't, was not by choice. Just never really, I was born there and they had a university there and then they couldn't really find jobs after graduating i just was kind of stuck there never really liked being there uh and then i finally gotten a decent job and was had some money to put aside and 
one night I was well, like... Well, I think you're kind of saying the things out of order. First thing you did is well, you figured out that your hair needs to be kind of swept across the forehead. <laughs> and then you got a girlfriend. <laughs> you figured out the hair situation yeah. and then everything just kind of fell into place through that. And that's tough. It's tough to know if you're a bangs girl or not. It yeah, was that's, it was that's the, gross. It was like the early 2000s. And so I was still kind of on that like, <laughs> oh, yeah, be emo and have your hair down. Yeah. Uh, and and then, you have like wavy hair when it gets long. You know, straight up. You know what? It was one time I was looking at my dad. Yeah. And I realized my dad and I have very similar hairline. And I was like, Pops has got to figure it figured out. He lets, the, he, he lets that forehead shine. <laughs> got and I, shine and, on. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't get the ladies off of me. Oh, man. I'm like, single file line. Am I right? Um, yeah. And then you, you know, it, sometimes things like that just kind of end. But, uh, you know, it. you had, because of that, you had the time to like work on mm-hmm. the show and our life here i guess yeah and i I, I was also i gave you credit because i think there was one night where i was like sad and i was like i don't want to live in Alaska anymore i want to move it sucks here and i think you had work in the morning and my recollections you had work in the morning you were like i don't know pick a date and start planning then okay i got work in the morning and i was like you know what you're right oh yeah you stayed up till like six i remember you had work at six o'clock in the morning and i didn't sleep that night and i planned all night yeah you're like were you up early? I was like standing there, my sitting in my underwear, like no, I've been up all night. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was a uh, and like a year later, man, we were in Seattle, had the yeah. Patreon, putting videos out. So yeah, it was just Being fresh, crazy kids, fresh, clean slate, eating pizza. Well, that, um, that never stopped. Chasing girls. Well, that I had to put a pause on that. Running, <laughs> yeah, just just living life. Mm-hmm. And then we got dogs getting too sweaty at the Starbucks. No, getting too sweaty at home having to go to the Starbucks. That air conditioning. The air conditioning did not have home, but the Starbucks had air conditioning. Again, we've said this before. Public service announcement. We're going to wrap up with this. A little bit of advice for you. Mm -hmm. If you were listening uh, and there might be a Starbucks coffee company location near you. If you are currently in a position where you're home, you're really hot. You're uncomfortable. Go to a Starbucks. And hang out there. They got air conditioning. They shouldn't kick you out. And they will let you lose, use the bathroom for free. Howard Schultz is a billionaire. Feel free to go. No remorse for a Starbucks. Spend you are, his money. Exactly. He took the Sonics away from us. Exactly. The Seattle Supersonics are he gone made, because He of that made man. money off of selling the Seattle Supersonics to Oklahoma City. Never forget that. Mm-hmm. Or go up there and to be To the like, Oklahoma Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sold our boys... Into the gaping mm-hmm. maw of that octopus. Yeah, and I'll Kevin Durant him. was ours. How dare you? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> well, we that that sounds like a good place as any to wrap yeah. it up. <laughs> uh, y'all, you know what? Y'all enjoy enjoy yourselves. We got our next podcast. You know what? We're supposed to do one. Uh, you know, the first and third Mondays of of the month, but I think we'll do the twenty fifth, and that way you're gonna get back to back. Uh, podcasts late July, early August. How's that sound? Yeah. So we'll be back here on the 25th, Mm -hmm. 4 p.m. PT, recording live in our Patreon Discord. But for everyone else, this will be releasing on Tuesday slash Wednesday. Have a good time. Video coming soon, I swear. I swear. I have a cut. I'm going to go watch it now. It's It's coming. It's coming. 
choo-chooing down the track. And then the other video is about ready to shoot, so it's happening. It is happening. Yeah. It's everybody, just, everybody. It's just slow, yeah. But it's coming. Take it easy and good night. Yeah, good night.